You're listening to Capgemini North America CR Radio. Community engagement, environmental sustainability, diversity and inclusion. Greetings everyone. Welcome to this corporate responsibility podcast featured on Capgemini North America CR Radio. My name is Yvonne Harris and I'm the inclusion brand leader for Capgemini North America and a member of Capgemini's corporate responsibility team. Our team is excited to leverage podcasts as a means to provide relevant CR updates and share the good works contributed by Capgemini colleagues, partners, and clients. For context, corporate responsibility for Capgemini spans three pillars, community engagement, environmental sustainability, and inclusion. So the topics that we explore in our podcasts will align with one of these areas. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and obtain new information that inspires you to take action that will make a positive difference for you and others. Joining me on this podcast episode is John Mullen, Capgemini CEO for North America Markets. Thank you for your time today, John. Thank you. As our country and the world prepares to commemorate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, I'm thankful that you and I actually have this time to speak about Dr. King's legacy. John, let me start by asking you, what was your first introduction to Dr. King, which I assume was when you were a student? And what do you remember learning about the struggle for civil rights and Dr. King's impact? Well, I think, I guess the first thing is good assumption, because I don't, as I think back, I, I don't really recall event by which I learned about uh, Dr. King. So what I would say is it has, to, it has to tie back to schooling, but there is a particular point in time, I think it was, uh, I cannot remember which grade it was, but I had a teacher, Mrs. DiGirolamo, and I don't think she'll hear this, but I'm sure she'll be pleased to be referenced in it, but um, she was a huge fan of the Civil Rights Movement, and we spent a lot of time on JFK, Robert F. Kennedy, and Martin Luther King. And that class, I, I want to say it was fourth or fifth grade social studies, I don't really recall. Um, that class for me really kind of triggered in for me my first really structured learning of the Civil Rights Movement, the importance of it. Um, and, and while it was certainly, certainly learned about it from a political standpoint, but from a diversity inclusion standpoint, I guess what I would say is it, it left an impression on me that my teacher, this particular teacher, um, had opened my eyes a bit to um, a, a different way of looking at the world, which was, at that point, I thought much more inclusive. And, um, and she certainly went off script quite often on the way she taught, which was great because it, it really left a mark. Well, John, I think that just speaks to the power that educators play in our lives. And we can always send a link to this podcast to her if you want to um, after oh, we produce it. I think she'd be happy to hear about the impact she had as well. Is there any part, John, of Dr. King's legacy that has shaped who you are as a person, as a dad, and as a business leader? I think the easiest one is anybody can be a good leader in easy times. It's those challenging times that, that really try people to stay the course and, and really drive forward to, to something, to fight through something that, um, and really let your, let simply your moral compass be the guide rather than the likelihood that you'll achieve the objective that you think you want to achieve. Because any, any struggle or any challenging time, um, you have to allow for the direction you're traveling to be guided by something other than the achievement of the outcome. Because 
let's be clear, people have given their lives to their whole entire lifetime to building something or achieving something or changing something with the full knowledge waking up every day that there's a very low percentage that they'll achieve that objective. And that to me, that kind of perseverance, that kind of um, you know, stick-to-itiveness is, is one that really drives, has always guided me a little bit. And let's be clear, the things that I fight through every day, the challenges that I fight through every day pale in comparison. But everybody has self-doubt. In, you know, and, and if somebody can fight through their self-doubt in those challenging times, then the things, the mundane things and the simple things that we deal with in an organization or even in a family that, that feel insurmountable at the time just pale in comparison to those generational challenges. And that's the one that I think for me as a, as a father and as a business leader are the things that I kind of really always anchor back to, which is it's never quite as bad as it seems because there's been, there certainly have been greater struggles fought and won in this world. So, John, let's spend a moment. Um, you talked about your sons, and you you talk about them a lot. I, I love how you um, bring them up oftentimes in conversation. Um, but how do you and your wife talk about the values specifically of equality and inclusion with your boys, and what lessons do you instill in them? Well, I think um, at first, I'll go back to your reference earlier, is is in partnership with the education that we've they've been blessed by great education and great educators so they've always been we've we've tried to put them in environments that that allows them to to gain some exposure but i'd say there's there's really a couple of things that are important is in our house a thick skin is critically important and because um, there's a lot of ribbing that goes on but with that is you know humility is is a Understanding um, the value of humility and understanding that in this world there's a there's an important role to play, but a role nonetheless um, that's really kind of keeping things in balance. That says you know be a member of this society, but be a bold member of this society. So the two sides of that coin for me is is always kind of humility and boldness, and and if I'm honest, is probably often more delivered through a biting sense of humor in our, my interactions with them and trying to really kind of prop them up on those risks that they take and, and the value of the risks that they take and the impact that that has on others. The other one is, you know, I think it's interesting in, in, as my kids have grown up is the, the conversation around bullying has created, you know, it's been, it's been you know, part of, the, part of the vernacular in, through my kids' schooling. And it really creates a conversation and a platform um, for an open conversation about what does it mean to keep an eye out for somebody else, to make somebody else feel like they belong, to make somebody else feel like they can be uh, a part of something. And, uh, and I, that to me is really the platform by which we've had the conversation more than anything else is around bullying and around um, in the classroom and in the classroom environment, or the schooling environment. How do you how do you participate as a member of that community to make other people feel like they belong there? And, and that, to me, is is really something that's great. And, and my wife has been um, certainly she's uh, one of her greatest traits is she, to me she's always been the person who would walk around, walk across the room to find somebody who looks a little bit lost and invite them into the conversation. And so my uh, my kids have certainly tried to I've tried to instill that in them, um, but more from an example probably of my wife than myself. And I love the the comprehensive, almost life cycle to those teachings. So, you know, how do you include others? 
um, but also to having a thick skin. And then, you know, in your interactions, showing humility, being humble. So um, I think that's great. And I'm sure um, your sons are really appreciative of all that you're doing for them. Maybe someday, but certainly not yet. (laughs) Don't get there. Yes, it's definitely a a looking back on it, right? Not when you're going through. Absolutely. So, John, is there a quote um, by Dr. King that's played a role in guiding the development of your character? I might get it wrong. It's maybe not word for word, but certainly the 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 ultimate measure of a person is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. And it, it ties back to that, that one that says anybody can, anybody can look good when all the, when the sun is shining, but who can, who can deliver the mail when it's, uh, you know, when it's really challenging. That's the one that, that strikes the most for me. And, and frankly, it's the one that as I, as I look at, um, as I look at the way we go, as I look at the way we go forward, and as you know, we'll go back to as a father and, and as a business leader. You know, people look to their parents in one case, or their or their leaders, business leaders in another case, for a sense of stability, a sense of direction, a sense of reliability, and uh, keep your head about you in those most challenging times and help people through it. You you really are doing something more than just leading the event. You're giving them a way forward. That you know, I think that's something that that is really valuable and something that I hope to achieve more and more every day is show people the way forward and, and give them the right and the opportunity and the freedom to, to succeed. And I think the punchline on that is when I look at the, look at the way we interact at Capgemini is really, I want to create an environment where everybody can bring and be their best self. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not, I certainly have a long way to go in, in getting to that as a person and, and as a culture. But if we can just keep that objective, we will have done something, um, something particular and something somewhat special as we build the culture here. And as you know, Dr. King was a champion for so many issues, um, but it's fair to say that inclusion was really the foundation for much of his work. So almost building off of um, your last statements, John, what aspects of our inclusion efforts do you see as Capgemini's strengths, so allowing us to bring our whole selves to work, and where would you like to see us improve? So the first thing is uh, where I think we do well I think we do well in giving people an opportunity to define their chart their own course, define their own future, be a be a um, an entrepreneur for their own brand inside the Capgemini employment brand, and I think we leave a lot of room for that. Um, so that's that I think leaves a platform. What do we do with that platform? I think we have a tremendous way to go as far as attracting and retaining, and maybe more importantly, advancing. The, the talent that dr- brings diversity of thought and challenging thought and upsetting the status quo and disrupting ourselves on a daily basis. Not just because it's the right thing to do from an inclusion perspective, but because it's exactly what the marketplace that we serve needs. They need a more comprehensive solution set and thought set. And I think we, we have a unique platform in the marketplace because of the diversity of problems that we're solving to provide that opportunity for people who, who bring diverse backgrounds and diverse thoughts to the table. So I really would like to see us push harder on that inside of Capgemini. There's another dimension which is outside of Capgemini and, and I think as I think about the the digital environment and, and the way the world is going from a digital perspective, 
um, we have, I think we have an opportunity, maybe even a responsibility, given that we work at, at the scale that we do in the number of geographies that we do in a technical and digital world to bridge that digital divide for people who don't have access to information and access to the, um, to the ability to connect to the world in a digital way. You know, everything from just access to information all the way down to remote location digital banking. I think Capgemini can take on, and I'd like to see us take on a much more um, social footprint basis for bridging that digital divide in both um, taking, you know, STEM training to places where it might not have otherwise been available, but also investing in stewarding, you know, that connected environment for under, you know, for underprivileged environments and for less accessed environments. Uh, I think that's a responsibility we must take on. I love that, John. So while we're working to decrease our carbon footprint, we should all be working to increase our social footprint. I think that's great. Absolutely. So thank you so much, John, for sharing your thoughts about Dr. King. Um, just by virtue of the fact that we're recording this podcast, to me, is another reminder of how his works continue to live in each of us. Um, so to those listening to this podcast, we hope that you will take some time in the month of January to honor Dr. King. And this can be done through service or immersion in his works, um, in his books, or by visit to a local museum. There are probably too many ways to name how you can actually spend some time reflecting on him in the month. But we encourage you to do something that resonates with you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would like to just kind of echo that comment that in, in this world, we don't have to take too many steps to find a place, a community where we can make a difference with a day of service. So um, it's not so hard that we can't do it. And the struggle isn't so great for all of us that we can't compare it to the struggles that others have gone through and simply get out there and, and take a simple step. Thanks, John, for the reinforcement. And thanks to our listeners today for your time and listening to this podcast. Thank you. Take care. This is Capgemini North America CR Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Until our next episode, make a decision to have a positive impact in the space of corporate responsibility. Engage in a project that impacts environmental sustainability, community engagement, or inclusion. And if you're a Capgemini colleague, join an employee resource group or become an ally to an ERG. To everyone, have an amazing day. Capgemini North America CR Radio Community Engagement Environmental Sustainability Diversity and Inclusion